0: It's Friday, October 18th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. It's time for Latin class, because this whole impeachment mess can get a little overwhelming without understanding quid pro quos or the meaning of emolumentum. Meanwhile, a city in Mexico was essentially shut down yesterday after the Sinaloa cartel battled with security forces. We'll explain why. And finally, one giant leap for womankind. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Sakara. The most complicated story today has to do with learning Latin. The language might be dead, but this week, there are two Latin terms that are very much alive. So today we're going to pull out our old Latin dictionaries and look up quid pro quo and emolumentum to see what they mean and why we're talking about them. Let's start with quid pro quo. That's Latin for thing for thing. It usually has a negative connotation. It's not so much you get paid for going to work. It's more like your boss says you might get considered for that promotion if you go on a date with them. You've probably heard about it in the context of harassment training at work. More recently, we've been hearing about it in a totally different context that has nothing to do with that, impeachment. Yeah, we're talking about the July phone call between President Trump and the president of Ukraine. A rough transcript of the call shows the Ukrainian president asking about military aid and President Trump saying, quote, I would like you to do us a favor, though. For weeks, Dems have been saying that that amounts to quid pro quo. The impeachment inquiry has kind of centered on this. The White House has been denying it. But this all came to a head yesterday when acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney held a press briefing. Reporters grilled him on the deal between Trump and Ukraine's president. And Mulvaney turned a lot of heads when he said the U.S. withheld nearly $400 million in military aid to try to pressure Ukraine to investigate the 2016 election. But to be clear, what you just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation into the, into the democratic server Uh, happened as well. We, we We do that all the time with foreign policy. Yeah, you can't really be more clear than that. But a couple of hours later, Mulvaney released a statement saying the media misrepresented what he said and that, quote, there was absolutely no quid pro quo. If you're confused, you're not alone. Maybe Mulvaney just needed a refresher on what quid pro quo means. Hopefully this explainer helps him out. The next Latin word we need to get into is emolumentum. That means profit or gain. We mostly hear about it in the context of the emoluments clause of the Constitution, which says nobody in public office should accept money or gifts from foreign governments without Congress's permission. This came up at the beginning of Trump's presidency, when he refused to give up his stake in the Trump Organization, his company that does business around the world. There are now two lawsuits looking into whether Trump is breaking the rule about emoluments. Because some guests paying to stay at Trump's properties, like the Trump Hotel in DC or Trump Tower in New York, are officials from foreign governments. And some of that money eventually ends up in Trump's bank account, even though he's not running the Trump organization day to day. So the lawsuits say Trump is basically accepting gifts from foreign governments. That debate has been going on for years, But the news yesterday was that Trump is planning to host the next G7 summit, that yearly meeting between the leaders of seven of the biggest economies, at the Trump National Doral Miami. Yep, that's a Trump Organization property. It's a move that has a lot of people raising their eyebrows, like Andrew Napolitano, who's a Fox News legal analyst. Here he was yesterday on Fox Business. He has bought himself an enormous headache now with uh, the choice of this. This is about as direct and profound a violation of the emoluments clause as one could create. The White House says this doesn't count as an emolument because Trump isn't gonna make any money by hosting the event. Here's Mulvaney again during that newsy press briefing yesterday. No, there's no issue here on him profiting from this in any way, shape or form. Like we said at the beginning of this segment, the Latin word for emolument means profit or gain. But the Emoluments Clause of the Constitution doesn't actually say the public official has to make money for it to be a no-no. In this case, experts say Trump's company is still taking money, aka gifts, from foreign governments. But even if his company takes a short-term loss, hosting this kind of meeting could boost the resort's prestige meaning the Trump Organization, and Trump himself, could stand to make more money in the long run. So what's the skim? The impeachment inquiry is going old school, and making some of us revisit old high school textbooks we never thought we'd look at again. So, thanks for that one. Meanwhile, congressional Democrats are planning to expand the scope of their own emoluments litigation to include the new G7 plans. And... The parade of officials giving Ukraine-slash-quid-pro-quo-related depositions on Capitol Hill will continue next week. So for now, enjoy your impeachment-free weekend. Because we'll probably be back at it next week. Another fight likely to continue next week pits Mexican security forces with the infamous Sinaloa cartel. They had a major shootout yesterday that paralyzed an entire city. More on that after the break. Reminder, winter is coming and it's important to eat well so that you feel well. Enter Sakara. Sakara makes organic ready-to-eat meals with nutritious and delicious plant-based ingredients that are designed to help you feel like your best self. Right now Sakara is offering our listeners $60 off their first order when they go to sakara.com/skimthis. That's skim Sakara, skimthis to get $60 off your first order sacaracom slash skim this. You might remember the El Chapo case. El Chapo's real name is Joaquin Guzman, the infamous former leader of Mexico's Sinaloa drug cartel. El Chapo had a pretty crazy life. He escaped prison twice and smuggled over $12 billion worth of drugs over 30 years. He was considered the most powerful drug trafficker in the world. This past July, he was sentenced to life in prison, plus 30 years, however that works. And El Chapo is now detained in America's highest security prison in Colorado. But the story doesn't end there. Yesterday, a massive and deadly shootout unfolded between Mexican security forces and alleged cartel members in Culiacan, Mexico, where the Sinaloa Cartel is based. The reason? Well, it's sort of a family matter. It had to do with El Chapo's son, Ovidio Guzman Lopez, who was detained by security forces. But right after that happened, all hell broke loose. These cartel members reportedly overpowered and surrounded the federal security forces with military weapons. Residents ran from their homes or sheltered inside. Vehicles were set on fire. It looked like an all-out war zone and it paralyzed the city for hours. And this show of force seemed to work the Mexican authorities called the operation quits and released Guzman Lopez. Mexico's president defended that decision, saying that capturing one person wasn't worth risking the lives of lots of other people. Since El Chapo's arrest, his sons have helped take over their father's cartel operations. And Guzman Lopez is now wanted in the U.S. on drug trafficking charges. Some experts say this show of force makes it clear that even without El Chapo, the cartel is still a powerful force to be reckoned with so powerful that Mexican security forces back down instead of capturing someone they really wanted. But if they change their mind and decide they want to give this another go, they may need to come in guns blazing. It's October, which means it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. About one in eight women will develop breast cancer. And this week at HQ, we got to hear from one really inspiring breast cancer survivor. Lindsay Jean Thompson was diagnosed with stage 3C breast cancer right after she turned 33. Along the way, she chronicled how she made it through her treatments for Vice News. We've linked to that in our show notes. And now, Lindsay's been in remission for two years. She told us that if a listener has recently gotten a similar diagnosis to hers, they should know that whatever their reaction is, it's completely normal. I won't promise you that it will be okay, but I also want you to know that it can be okay, even and especially when it's really hard. And if someone you know is going through cancer treatments, you might feel like you have to try to fix everything for them. Thompson says don't. So all you can really do is be there and love them. For more on the warning signs of breast cancer and how you can fight the disease, check out the American Cancer Society's website. We've also linked to that in our show notes. Before we go today, we've got a fun fact coming to you from 200 something miles above the Earth's surface. Good morning, Christine and Jessica. It finally happened. This morning, NASA astronauts Christina Koch and Jessica Meir conducted the first all-female spacewalk at the International Space Station. And after NASA acknowledged the moment, they got right down to business. On your DCMs, take your power switches to bat, stagger switch throws, and expect a warning tone. Koch might not be too far off from setting another record — she's not scheduled to return to Earth until February. And if all goes according to plan, she'll break the record for the longest single spaceflight by a woman. So. It's a good time for giant leaps for womankind. And that's all for Skim This. Thank you so much for listening this week, and we'd love for you to rate and review us online. A lot of news happens over the weekend, so to catch up first thing on Monday, sign up for our morning newsletter, The Daily Skim, at theskim.com. It's everything you need to know to start your day right in your inbox.